Welcome to Cup Talk. I'm Nick. And I'm Mason. Colin from, where are you, Mason? I'm in a lovely Fort Sill, Oklahoma, Lawton, Oklahoma. Oh, is the town. Yep. Welcome to Cop Talks on a state side. <laughs> it's like the it's the Paris of Oklahoma. It's the Paris of Oklahoma. People say that if they've never been to Paris. Oh well, that's, that's an old friend's joke. I see. I think Chandler gets moved to Tulsa, and then he's like, "Tulsa, you know, it's like the Paris of." Maybe the Paris of the Midwest is what he calls. I, I'm not a Friends fan. Are you a Friends fan? I am. I wasn't originally a Friends fan. My <sighs> my wife Hillary converted me into a Friends fan. I'm 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 a like a I'm on the Friends socks bandwagon there. <laughs> I just I, think, I, I I'm on the anti Friends. I can't get into it. I'm I'm all Seinfeld or The Office. You know, both good shows. Yeah, the you know the Office kind of like what the. Uh, well, so what? Uh, what are you doing in Tulsa? Well, yeah, I am doing captain's career course. Ooh, getting the sea, getting the sea on your chest. I'm trying to, <laughs> you know, or get two bars on my chest. Oh, and then sea uh, on the rank, you know, CPT captain. You should totally, you should totally like when you get back, be like, I'm captain now, like put a captain C on your. Like, like your old, like on your uh, your uh, army coat. Yeah, then just just change out the rank myself. <laughs> yeah, it would always it would be pretty hilarious to watch some people's faces. Like, wait a minute, what, Captain White? Captain, yeah, that's right. When did you get promoted? Promoted myself. Promoted myself. Yeah. I'm, I'm Captain of Career Corps complete. Felt like I deserved that. So you know, who cares if. You know, it's really go all, it's supposed to go all the way up through the federal government for me to get promoted, you know, and the rest of the you know, general at, our, at Utah. No. I started on this one. Just throw the C on. Yeah. So, anyways, yep, I'm out here doing that for uh, field artillery is my job in the National Guard. So, I'm doing the field artillery captain's career course. Nice. I'm coming to you today from uh, Alexi's room, actually. Oh, so you moved downstairs. We moved, we moved the show downstairs for today. Hopefully there's less dog and baby interruptions. But there is. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm looking around. She's got some Austin Matthews stuff on the wall. She's got some, we've got some hockey stuff going on. I'm looking at a, a Tim Hortons Barbie. Tim Horton Barbie. Yeah, she's got a like a Barbie. She's got all her hockey gear on, but it's a Tim Hortons edition Barbie. It's a coffee shop. Yeah. Shop. So okay, it's a, it's a, it's a hockey Barbie, but she's she's rocking the Tim Hortons jerseys. Nice. You ever you ever eaten a Tim Hortons or had a Tim Hortons drink? I did. I did. I tried when I went to Canada last summer. Yeah, 2019. Wow, you guys no, went up. You guys went. Up, you guys went up to Banff, right? Yeah, that area, British right. Columbia. It's beautiful. See, up you, there. You stopped and got your Tim bits, your your little Timmies, yeah. or whatever. And I did get the yeah the Tim bits, and the, yeah the donut holes. Yeah, if I could open any franchise here in Utah, I'd open a Tim Hortons. See, that would be pretty cool. I. I don't know. I mean, it, it was better than Duncan. 
But I just, I do wonder about those kind of franchises in Utah because, you know, donuts and coffee, you know, it's a good food, but I feel like Utah has so many sweets. You know, cookie shop, ice cream shop. But the Krispy Kreme does all right, and they don't even got good coffee. Well, the Krispy Kreme does do all right. They just and they just don't do donuts. So maybe you know Tim Hortons might have a chance. Yeah, because Duncan, Duncan came so. in and they went out. They had a good. I run. remember being so excited. Yeah. Me and Autumn used to go to Duncan like weekly, and not anymore. I was. I'm not gonna lie. I was disappointed when I first came in. Down. Yeah, commercials always say America runs on Duncan, but <laughs> not Utah. <laughs> uh, but if I'm in Utah, I'm thinking like beans and brews, grounds for coffee, daily red coffee. I'll chop that we're better as far as drinks go, and then the donuts were okay. Then the donut. I guess we're not so much donuts and coffee. You're either a coffee or donuts, but not donut and coffee. So uh, did... that'd be interesting. Yeah, so donut or coffee, donut. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's it. So should we get into some hockey talk? Let's finally talk about that. Yeah, college hockey's back in Utah this week, right? Yeah, it's exciting. I saw that. It looks like Utah State and BYU kicked off for a doubleheader. Up, up in Logan, Logan. Logan. Right? Yeah, up in Logan. Up in Logan at the Eccles Ice Arena. Eccles Ice Arena. Eccles. I get the kickles. Right. Yeah, Eccles. Eccles, you know, like what a lot of stuff in Utah is named after Eccles. <laughs> yeah. So they had and, a pair uh, they had a yeah. pair they had a pair of games though. It looks like according to their ID, they had a five hundred fan capacity. According to Instagram it's the ID. And they sold out both nights. You could buy tickets at like the uh Aggie Recreation Center, which I believe is on campus for ten dollars an adult and seven dollars for a student or child it looks like yeah they posted about being sold out yeah, i don't really have a way to confirm whether or not no were sold, yeah but. so uh we were uh driving yesterday from hockey and i had alexi and her friend in the car and her friend is like oh, i gotta get up to i gotta get home because i gotta go to my cousin's game he plays for utah state and they're playing byu and then when i dropped him off um, her mom was like, yeah, we were going to go last night, but it was sold out. So that's, I can confirm that it was sold out. Instagram is right. That's awesome. So hockey fans in Utah were ready for college hockey back too. And well, I, Utah you, state has garnered a pretty good following there. It's pretty, it's pretty popping up there. It's what's, it's what's to do. Yeah. I've, I've played in there and that was the only stadium in Utah or like team in Utah that I've played Utah State where like the fans actually did you know got into the game and did those like hockey things like they'd look at the goalie and you know and be like it's all your fault it's all your fault when <laughs> the, you got scored on you know they had those like chants. they would heckle yep oh they were hecklers Utah State hecklers, hecklers when they and if their fans came to you you'd get booed louder coming out of your tunnel than they would. Oh, so when you played at Weber State, you had more Utah State fans there than Weber State fans? Correct. Correct. Yeah, I guess when I played at Weber State for a couple of years, yeah. And uh, every time Utah State came down, it was cool because there's a lot of people in the stadium, in the crowd, you know, but uh, it wasn't our fans. <laughs> we, the boo would be way louder than the cheers. Yeah, it's because uh, pregame speech from Slapshot that uh, Paul... Paul Newman gives, you know, it's it's our, it's their rink. 
It's their eyes. That's right. But tonight, <laughs> we got our fans, and they spent their own dough to get here. That's what Utah State says in their locker room before every away game because everybody travels for their games. That's, yeah, that's exactly probably how they do it, you know. And then <laughs> when they're at their home stadium, it's like great moments. What a great opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what hockey teams are built on is great speeches in locker rooms i know in great suits in great suits yeah actually dude coaches. so i uh i coach with a guy and he always wears the the fun suit on the ice he's got all sorts he's got a christmas suit he's got some pink suit except for the pink suit he uh, fell like he went out on the ice with his pink suit and slipped and dude it ripped all the way up the butt <laughs> so but uh he got the kids the rally one week he's like all right if you guys skate hard this week nick's wearing a suit and so they skated hard we won in vernal and uh so i he brought me a suit last weekend this is not this last weekend but the weekend before so he brought me a suit and i wore it during the game it was a toucan suit bright green toucan suit and we we didn't do so hot, so I don't know if I'm back on the suit wagon or if I'm gonna not wear the suit ever again. <laughs> I might have to wait a couple games and like just see maybe if it was the suit or if it was just our play. I'll give it a second chance. You know, maybe a home game. It was it was there, it was you know? it was a home game. That was even worse. Oh, I thought you said in Vernal. It was after Vernal. No, no, no. So yeah, we played hard in Vernal. So then I was gonna wear a suit. So he oh, got me a suit. The, okay. So we were matching uh two can suits. The Fruit Loops, huh? But we <laughs> lost. We lost pretty good that game. So it was kind of like, oh man, we're losing, and I'm wearing this ridiculous suit. <laughs> that just like fall to the wound right there. Yeah, it's all right though. We'll we'll get them next time. I'm I'm all about the revenge yeah, win. I mean, I think it's worth a second shot. You know, I'll, I'll give it a just... I'll give it a second shot and see if it was see if the suit was the bad omen or if it was just maybe, like, maybe know, it was my pregame speech. Did you do the speech? That's what I'm asking. Did you do the speech? Uh, I usually give a a pretty good. I try to hit him with some motivation. I try not to go into the great yeah. moments come from great opportunities every game. I mean, you can only yeah. you can only repeat the miracle speech so many times in the locker room. <laughs> I had a year where we uh, heard the uh, hold the rope speech every game. The what? I was like youth hockey. Have you heard that? The hold, hold the, the rope. Hold the rope. To imagine um, someone on the edge of a cliff. You know, and they're about to fall off the cliff, and you're holding the rope. And you, you know, you, it's just you and this rope and them, like you're holding them from falling down off a cliff. And can you hold that rope and can you pull them back up to safety? And when you can envision anybody on your team on the other side of that rope and you would hold that rope and give it everything you got, then you know that you're a great team or something <laughs> like that. Or you know that you're a solid. <laughs> like, um, hold the rope, boys. <laughs> hold the rope. I might have to look into that and hit that up for next pregame speech. Yeah, maybe put on the green suit and try, you know, the hold rope. I'll bring a rope too, and I'll I'll have some tug of war in the locker room. Bring a bright green rope too. Bright you know. green rope, two or cans. A fruit Loops rope. Fruit yeah. Loops rope. A, a rope made of Fruit Loops. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, you want to? So we had youth hockey this weekend. Let's just jump into some youth hockey talk. No game this weekend. 
So we didn't. We lost big last weekend in the Toucan suit. We had practice on Friday, but we didn't have a game this week. But so we went out to the pond. We went out to Bountiful Pond to play some a little shinny on the pond. And it was it was great. We uh, had like twenty five kids. I'd say we had family members. We had moms, dads. Little brothers, big brothers, sisters. Like, it was a blast. Like, we had a smoker trailer they brought with, like, pulled pork in it. So we had pulled pork. Everyone brought sides, drinks for all the kids. We had every mom and dad's. They asked, like, every mom and dad, hey, bring a side. And more than half the parents brought chips. I probably bet there was 300 bags of chips there. (laughs) (laughs) That that is like the go-to, right? Like bags of chips or two liters of soda. Yeah, and I almost did the exact same thing. I went to the store and I was like, oh, I gotta get a side. Okay, we're gonna be out on the ice. Pasta salad is a little bit hard. I mean, I know there are gonna be plates and stuff, but do I wanna bring pasta? You know, I'll bring chips, but then... My wife was like, no, 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 so-and-so's mom said they were bringing chips. So I didn't bring chips. I brought a applesauce, like little squeeze applesauces and oh, okay. like little things of Oreos and Nutter Butters and stuff. So, but we had about 300 I bags. Mean, we had 300 bags of chips out there. So there was enough chips for every kid to have about seven. They weren't on short demand, the bags of chips. <laughs> no, bags of chips for days. <laughs> The applesauce, that's a good grab-and-go, like, you know, come and slurp something down and go back and play. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking, like, we're going to be out there playing hockey. Like, are we going to just, like, fill them full of sugar and stuff? And I brought the cookies for the cookies, but I was like, I'll bring something that's a little more nutritional. Not that applesauce is the most nutritional thing out there, but at least it's apples. Yeah, exactly. Yes, but... uh, It's it's healthy because it's apple in there. Yeah, so... The pond hockey day was a blast. I mean, we had just That's a game. Cool. You guys did that as a team. Yeah, we did it as a team, but we also invited families and whoever they wanted to bring with them. So there was a lot of younger kids skating for the first time, parents jumping out there, putting on the skates. We had a game of hockey, like, or whatever you want to call it, shinny or whatever, just with the little, like, wooden nets that went on the same game of hockey never ended. It just kept going and people jumped in and out and it went for four hours. There's one game of hockey. Dark team would have three people. Light team would have 10. So then people go put on dark jerseys, come out, then dark would have 10 white would have three. And so the numbers kept changing. (laughs) You had adults jumping in and out. You know, I think one of the kids, dads, his, he had two jerseys and I think he, I watched him switch his Jersey like 15 times. He's like, oh, I thought the white team needed help. And then by the time he got back out there, the white team had 15 kids and the blue team had none. So he just kept switching his jersey back and forth. So it was a blast. It's like, lo- oh, there's way too many darks. I'm going to put on a light. Oh, wait, what? There's 12 lights now? <laughs> yeah, I only brought one jersey, so I, I stayed dark the whole time. So I made sure dark got the W while I was in there, at least, down. you know, I, knocking kids over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. That's a pretty fun day and activity, like a, a pond hockey cookout, oh, barbecue. Yeah, food, I fan, you know, parents, kids. And we we scheduled it for four hours. We did from like ten to two, and I was like, dude, four hours. That's gonna be a long time. But it was a blast. We had a blast, and everybody had a blast. Even 
even so that, I mean, we were out on the pond and we had our little area that someone out the night before and they like augered it down and they pumped it and they sprayed the ice. So it was nice and smooth where we were playing. I mean, it was pretty chipped up from the play and we had brooms and brushes and stuff. But uh, we did have one kid go in the ice that went down into the pond. Yeah, I heard about this one kid going down. <laughs> yeah, the the worst part about the one kid going down was it was my kid. Yeah. So yeah, so Lexi, Lexi fell down into the pond. It was it was quite traumatic, and I was kind of like she started skating off into the distance with her friend, and there was people all over this pond. I mean, we had kids that were skating around these little like they have little islands in the middle have cattails and like you had kids going clear out and stuff and there was fisher men or whatever all over just ice fishing and so they went off and then i went back i was playing i could kind of still see her in the distance and then some of the other coaches were like hey we're gonna get a adult game over here with some of the older kids and i was like oh well, i'm in for that you know so we went yeah. over there to you know, play and I threw my stick down in the pile. Everyone, we're going to pick, you know, someone's going to throw the stick side to side. And I was just like, uh, I couldn't really see Alexi. And I was like, uh, I'll be right back. And so I skated off. And, and then as I'm skating over there, I see one kid like laying on his belly. And I'm like, dude, no one laying on their belly is a good thing in pond hockey. Like no. that just, that just means trouble. And then I there's see, a crack somewhere. Someone's in. Yeah, and I was Look like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, man. And so I started skating over there. And when I kind of came around the corner, like, I seen my daughter, Alexi, and she's just, like, skating still, just not even, like, moving. Just And she's holding on to this kid's stick. And I can see her That's friend crazy. carrying. I can see her friend carrying her stick. And the closer oh. I the closer I get to him, I can see the water just dripping off of her. So you happen to just like look up and say like, "Oh, hold on, I'm like, I'm, I can't see my kid." And then like, yeah, you got there like right as she was getting pulled out. <laughs> yeah, so oh. I didn't I didn't see her in the water at all. She was already out, which is probably better for me for my nervousness. Right, like, that I didn't. Like, if you would have saw her bobbing, you know, like worst case scenario. Yeah, I would have probably just freaked out and skated right in there and probably would have been two of us in the ice water. So Two Van Comans. Two Van Comans <laughs> just swimming. So, yeah, she goes down and we get her out and she just like, oh, I just want to hold your hand. Like, she was just so scared, I could tell. So I we just yeah. skated over and we went and got a... It was all kind of a blur from then on for the next little bit, but we got her... Gear off real quick on the ice, and dude, when I pulled her skate off, I I could have dumped like it into a cup. It was so much water. I thought little fish were gonna pop out. <laughs> so yeah, it's, my god. So it's yeah. not it, like froze onto or anything. You were just able to. What was that? Quickly get on. You nothing. None of nothing was like frozen or. No, not then. You know, like, it, it was all. That. It was soaking to... wet. I mean, I don't think it was. Think it was soak, yeah. The temp outside was probably higher 30s so oh, it wasn't freezing yeah. at that point but so everything we pulled off was just soaking wet her pants were soaked her skates like yeah. i said i could have just poured into a cup thought little fish were gonna jump out of her skates when i was pouring it. Poor little feet <laughs> yeah so <laughs> i took off my jersey had a hoodie on i threw my hoodie over her shirt 
and and then luckily I went to her, the car with another mom and she ran up and grabbed blankets out of my car and grabbed Lexi's bag and we wheeled it out there on the ice so I could throw all her stuff in her bag and luckily she had extra pants in her bag she had extra socks in her bag she had an extra shirt in her bag you thankful for never cleaning out your hockey bag. yeah her boots were yeah. in her bag her nice warm <laughs> boots <laughs> it was like she was expecting this like if if yeah, I, I might you know have to have a quick order change from the eye you know i might go down <laughs> yeah you bring all my very close you never know but yeah, if I if I went down in the ice and I had my bag, I would just have about sixty pairs of socks. That's all that's in my bag. Sixty <laughs> pairs of socks. Because I always put my socks on in my you know, I just have my socks on my skates. Like I wear my underarm oh, and everything. So I but I always yeah. pull off my skates, I'm like, uh yeah, I'm not put, putting these smelly socks into my shoes, so I always throw my socks in my bag. And like once a year I clean that thing out and there's just like sixty pairs of socks. That's funny. I uh, use the same pair of socks every time. Oh, you got you got hockey socks, like, and they were. I think they were like someone gave them to me, and I think they were like I don't know, like motocross socks or something like that. But they just they were like really long up to my knee, and they kind of felt like look like those, you know, Tron socks or not Tron or whatever, (laughs) like the Bauer uniform. You know, people yeah wear the nice ones you know or i said those outfits where people look like they're from the movie tron you remember those back yeah like all black and there was like stripes you know they kind of felt like like the under armor stuff yeah yeah i just uh keep them in my bag and then but the nasty part is you know i only wash them like once or twice a year (laughs) (laughs) they're pretty you know they like sometimes they're like the movie Grinch, you know, the Grinch where he throws his socks, you know, and they start like, uh, moving away on their own. I just wonder if they're going to do that. You know? <laughs> they're going to just get up and leave. I'm just going to open up my bag and they're going to pop out and be gone. <laughs> they're just going to lurch away. But anyways, yeah, so that's, that's my sock store. I could probably make an outfit out of hockey socks if I was, you know, had my bag. That's about it, you know. <laughs> you, you have just extra hockey socks. That's it. That one pair of socks. Yeah, and then like hockey socks. Oh, like like, like different team socks. Guards. Yeah, yeah. So not, you just have, sorry, not not. Yeah, <laughs> you could just wear them on your arms, your legs. You put one on your head. You can make you can make them into pants and sleeves, right? You know, yeah. Put one on your head. Yeah, well, she was like cold, and I gave her. She had my hoodie on. She had her pants. Her she had an extra pair of socks, and I was like, well, her head. She needs to get her head warm. Cause that's where your heat comes out, but I and I only had like a like a ball cap. I just had a Leafs hat, and so I just like put that on there. But I saw in her bag she had an extra like knit sock, and I was like, should I tell her just to put this on her head? Like you know those kids would wear go to the pond, and you'd see them wearing their like sock as a as a hat. <laughs> Did you ever yeah. see those kids? Yeah, <laughs> they wore their socks as like a beanie. Like this, yeah, it almost reminds me of those like. Uh... I don't know, dot, like the Grinch characters of like pink and white striped <laughs> outfits there. They have those giant hats. Yeah, that come off their head. And just like, yeah. I don't know why somebody would want to wear a sock on there, especially if the way some of them smell. Yeah. And luckily, another, like one of the other coaches, was like, oh, hey, here's a beanie. So she wore a beanie. So the rest of the day she sat, we, uh, I was like, we're not going. We're, we're just going to hang out. Like, we're not going to ruin this day. 
<laughs> just because you decided to take a yeah. swim. So she sat yeah. the rest of the day in a one of the other family, one of the guys, they brought a fire. They had like a propane fire pit. So we, that was lit up. So she literally just spent the rest of the day just being like pampered by people, like bringing her hot chocolate and chips and stuff. And she just sat there by the fire with like 16 hand warmers. Could have been a lot worse. Yeah. So, you know, she goes down, freezes for 30 seconds, has to quickly strip it all off and get it, you know, wardrobe change. But luckily, she has a wardrobe in the bag and then <laughs> and sipping hot chocolate by the fire, getting catered to. Just hanging yeah, out on the, the ice. Day, right? just, just watching pond hockey for the rest of the day. The, the ice princess. The ice princess. That's what she was the rest of the day. <laughs> like, that's like something, you, you know, that's one of those things you can use. Like, uh, did you grab that for me? I'm just so cold from when I went in the ice, you know? Like, <laughs> like it, you know, when you're sick as a kid, you're yeah. like, Mom, you uh, grab that for me. I just. Oh, man, the only thing that would cure this sore throat is a Happy Meal from McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I cannot go to school. I cannot but, go to you school. Know, I, but I, wish I can't I, eat the breakfast you made. But I really wish I had a hotcakes from McDonald's and a hash brown. <laughs> right, and then it's like, oh, yeah, your your friend's birthday party was today, I guess. We got to call him and tell him not to make Oh, I'm feeling really good. Yeah, no, oh, no matter no, how... The no, Happy Meal cured me. <laughs> yeah, no matter how sick you were, at 3.30, you were cured. That's that's what the flu runs from the night before to 3.30 the next day. <laughs> flu hours. <laughs> Those are the flu hours. <laughs> <laughs> Middle of the night before to, yeah, end of the school day. Yeah, when that when that what's about to hear that bell ring, you're you're like, oh man, I'm really feeling better. All that that remedies really worked, mom. I'm good to go. Yeah, I guess I just had the 18 hour flu. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I, that's whenever Lexi's sick or she's like, oh, I got a sore throat. I don't feel like going to school. You're like, all right, well, I mean, there's there's hockey today, so you were gonna go play stick and puck after school. So if you stay home from sick, you know, you're not gonna be able to. Go play stick and puck. You know, I feel okay. I'll go to school. I'll go to school. I'm I'm good. It's a fair trade off. <laughs> yeah. Fair trade off. Yeah. So, but uh, you know, this is only our second episode, so uh, we're gonna get Alexi on from the pond with her side of the pond story. What do you say about that? Yeah, the ice princess herself. We're gonna have the ice princess on herself. Yeah. So let's go to that. All right. So we got a uh, Lexi here. Hi. So, Lexi, you went the into... <laughs> Lexi Van Komen. Yeah, the Lexi Van Komen. The little fish. <laughs> I told her her new nickname should be Fish. Frozen Fish? Little Fish? Frozen Fish? Maybe Polar Bear. Maybe we should call her Polar Bear. No. Big big Fish in a Frozen Pond? Big Fish in a Frozen Pond. <laughs> but, uh... So, Lexi, how was the, the dip in the pond? Let's give, give us your... Play by play. So when I fell in, it just like it was frozen cold, and I just like I was really scared, and it was very cold. Well, what were you doing over there? I was skating, and there was two like islands that were really close. So and then I was trying to go around there, and then I didn't like see that it was kind of clear, and then my friend, I saw her go down into the pond, and then 
and then I looked down, and then I fell, and it made me really scared because I was in there for like 30 seconds, and just, I felt a little scared because there was only two, like, adults there, so I was just like terrified. The adults were uh, 15-year-old boys. Yeah. <laughs> Over where you were at. So did you you said you saw your friend go down and then you went down yes. right after that? Yes. You didn't like skate over to her and then go down? Her friend only went like for two did seconds. she like did she fall forward before she went all the way in? Well, so she dropped down on her knees then fell and then she got right out and I don't know how so she her, got out. So her feet only barely went in, right? Yeah. Oh, so she Okay, so she just barely like, dipped her feet in. Yeah. So you went all the way under, merged. My head was poking out, but it went, like, to my chest almost, probably to my chest. Did that water take your breath away? Kind of. Did, could you even tell that it was cold at that point, or were you just so scared? I was probably so scared. You didn't realize how cold the water was? I was still cold, like, when I got out, but when I was in, I didn't, like... I felt a little bit of coldness, but not, like, so cold. Who rescued you? Uh, one of the teenage boys helped me. His name's, his name's uh, I found out Tony. I didn't know yeah. Tony before this, but uh, it was Tony. Yeah, so he's oh. told, he told me to grab his stick, and then I grabbed it, and I don't know how the ice didn't break after I got out. Like, when he pulled me out, I don't know how okay. it didn't break. Wow. That's just really lucky, and I'm glad you're safe. But I was wondering, was this potential? Did you like the boy? Was this an initial icebreaker, pun intended, so that you could talk to this boy, no. Tony? No. Okay. Okay. Are you okay. and Tony, nice to be are you and Tony friends story. now? Kind of. <laughs> kind of like the frozen version of a uh, squid, you know, from the Sandlot, Capricorn, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Except for you didn't have to be resuscitated as far as I'm tracking or anything, but that's cool though. <laughs> Tony, the hero of the day. Yeah. Tony's the man. Wow. And and Doug. And Doug was there yeah. too. Doug was his friend. They both kind of helped her out. So Doug yeah. and Tony. Oh, well, we're thankful. <laughs> thankful for the Doug and Tony duo. That's right. It uh still gives us you know, Alexi today. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Walking amongst us, speaking, doing great interviews. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, did you uh, get any time to play on the girl line this weekend? Uh, what? Did you didn't we you didn't have a we didn't have a game this weekend? Okay. Yeah, we did so the now, pond hockey instead of the game. Yeah. But the pond girls were all out there. Of, okay. All the girls were out there on the ice, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. You guys, so you guys are working on your game together. What? You guys are working on your game, like the girl line. Yeah, kind of. The girl line getting in sync. Getting more reps. <laughs> yeah. So uh, right. that's cool though. I'm glad you're safe. I'm glad you guys had a fun day at the pond. Mm-hmm. You know. Lex, I got a question. With the exception of you know, <laughs> think you might die. Oh, sorry. What was that? No, 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 no. Yeah, that's definitely. That was definitely the worst part about the day was that 30 seconds. But did you you had a pretty good day after that, right? Well, when I sat in a chair and had three blankets around me, a bunch of hand warmers. It was good. Felt nice. 
Yeah, luckily uh, we got her bag out there, and she had a whole nother wardrobe of clothes <laughs> in her bag. Yeah. <laughs> oh, perfect. So. Yeah, that's when, you know, packing way too much stuff comes in handy. <laughs> you have to do a whole wardrobe change. <laughs> that's right. You never know when you're going to need a fresh pair of undies. <laughs> you know, it is always great to be prepped. Yeah. <laughs> prepped. Yeah. All right, Alex, you got a question that's outside of falling into the pond, but uh, what's your favorite uh, hockey game you've ever been to? Probably a Ducks vs. Leafs when I think it was 2018 in November when the Leafs won, and I was really happy. And it just... well, How did they win? How did that? Scored goals. No, but was it, was it an overtime or was it? I think it was an overtime. Yeah. Sadly, Austin Matthews wasn't there. Yeah, he was injured that that year. Mm-hmm. Well, that game, I guess. So. Yeah. All right, another another uh, question. So, who's your favorite hockey player? Obviously, Austin Matthews. Why is he your favorite hockey player? Because he is probably one of the best hockey players right now in the NHL, but also probably the best on. The Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh, okay. Everybody, you heard her. You heard it here first. <laughs> Matthew, Alexi, <laughs> one of the best in the world. That's right. According to Alexi, she's one of the best in the. He's one of the best in the NHL, and on the Leafs. <laughs> and on the Leafs. Okay. So, Lex, what is your favorite hockey moment of your career? Hmm. I don't know. You don't know. What do you have a favorite goal? Probably when my first goal when I shot it and then it went through the five hole, something like that. Invernal. Oh yeah. Hmm. That was your first goal you said? Yes, intent you. That that's a pretty uh yeah, those are pretty hard experiences to match. The first goal is always pretty exciting. Especially mm-hmm. for the fiver, that's good. Awesome. Mason, do you remember your first goal you ever scored? Um, in ice hockey, I do. Yeah, I was a bantam, and it was in the last game of the season. <laughs> and I was, I was really bad that year. And I, I just remember hating ice hockey because I was getting blown up every game because I started in check, and I was playing little hockey prior too, where you didn't ever get hit. And I just felt like I was picking myself up off the ice every game. And uh, the last game of the season, like, we had missed, we were missing some players, so I got a lot of playing time. And someone passed me in front of the net, and I just, I don't even remember where it went. I just know I smacked it, you know, like right outside the crease. And I, like, I saw it go trickle behind the goalie's pad, and I, like, I was like, in disbelief. I was like, it didn't happen. I didn't score. You're lying. Yeah. But yeah. Nice. That was my first, and I had ended up getting two goals that game. Oh, you got two goals. I know. You just, uh, just, yeah. You just like, all right, I'm ready to do this. <laughs> Once I got my first, yeah, it was too addicting. I had to go get the second one, and we were in the old Bountiful bubble. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. That was, good, was a good that, time. That was a good yeah. rink. I missed the old Bountiful bubble. Lexi didn't. I know. Lexi was never around for the old Bountiful Bubble. She just knows new Bountiful Bubble. 
you know, I always, I always forgot that the boards were like made concrete. So you know, you're on the bench and you like go to kick the boards and then you just screw up your skate. <laughs> sharpening. You're like, oh no. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what they were made out of, but <laughs> definitely wasn't. Or whatever it was. Yeah. Every time you kicked it, it and then, wasn't like a regular board. Yeah. And then like some of the glass was real and like, I think they had a, like a plexiglass piece like behind the net and it always popped out. I don't remember that, but that sounds about right. It, it might have been just like one season, you know. Everything there was a little bit different every other year. Did you ever know a Wade Bateman? Wade Bateman? Uh, he was a, no. kind of a, a youth hockey guy around the – so I was playing for the uh, Old Bulls House League team that year. Wade coached out there for a few years, and they had his son, Ryan Bateman, that – Madonna and Wade was a Madonna too. And just the fortunate part about our last game of the season is Wade and Ryan went there. <laughs> you what? So the Wade uh Wade Bateman was our coach that year and Ryan Bateman's son was like our top player and they were both kinda had a history for being real dramatic and yeah. the top and they happened to not be there the last game of the season. Oh, that's why you got a lot of playing yeah, time then? a lot of playing time and we had a really good game as a team maybe not why but <laughs> hey, that, it did uh yeah i feel like more than a coincidence that's good that's good all right Alex, yeah. i got i got one more for you okay who's your favorite hockey coach other than me i mean i don't know if i'm your favorite co- hockey coach either but <laughs> who's your favorite hockey coach other than me probably it could be past or present <laughs> What was, like, I can't remember, Devin? Is that his name? Either Devin or Don. I can't, I don't know one of those. You like, you like both those guys? Yeah. Both good guys? Mm-hmm. All right, Lex, it's been fun to have you on here. Now you can uh, go and enjoy the rest of your Sunday afternoon. Okay. What are you going to do tonight? Yeah, stay off the pond. Stay out of the water. <laughs> That's right. What are your plans <laughs> for the rest of the night? Uh, probably, I have no idea. Oh, well, all right, well, all right, Lex, it was good talking to you. Okay. Bye. Thanks, Lex. <laughs> yeah. That was good, uh, chatting with Alexi, getting her, uh, take on the pond, swimming, polar bear action, and her, uh, likes and stuff about hockey. It's always good to get a, a fresh, you know, kid's view of hockey. A fresh, you know, like innocent, yeah, you know, honest, authentic taste. We're like their 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 favorite things of the game. are just like, oh, I like this one guy. Why? Because I do. Because <laughs> they're good. like the best in the in the in the league. He's the best. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Nowadays, you ask people like, "Who's your favorite?" Well, you know, I just like the way he dumps it in and he chases. <laughs> he dumps and he chases, and then it's like he gets political too, and personally, like, oh, I really like him. But then, you know, he married a Kardashian and screwed over. Yeah, like... Or, you know, I don't like his views on, you know, rainforest or something. Yeah, like, you know, hockey players. I mean, I really like, you know, I like him, but I don't like his take on what's going on in the world. It's like, do you like him or not? Like, you just... (laughs) He's a hockey player and he can say whatever he wants, so... Just cause know, you, you know, and I, but I do feel like for the most part, hockey, I feel like hockey players, they feel like, you know, athletes, 
especially, like, seem to be pretty good role models for the most part. Or at least you don't hear about them getting in trouble or, like, the media as much, I feel like. Yeah, they're they're definitely... Professional league. Probably because they make, like, a... I mean, like, a professional hockey player, like, top guy in the league makes... What, McDavid making 13 or so? But then you got, like... Yeah, what is it? And then then you see, like, the Jazz sign, like, a, a... Like a down the line kind of guy for 13 million a year and you're like what <laughs> it is true yeah you get like the bench warmers in the nba making you know 15 mil a year for the next three years or something like dang so i guess they got more money they can get into more trouble but so uh did you have any i guess you didn't have any men's league this game this year <sighs> let me start that over yeah salt lake men's league <laughs> So, I've been still uh, not going, and so, uh, you know, for Fort Phil, I wouldn't have played either. You didn't, you didn't play any, you didn't play any men's leagues out in like Oklahoma. You didn't like put out a flyer like, dude, if you're looking for a guy, I'm in town. You know what? Actually, when I was here last time, um, as a lieutenant or uh, for my base officer course, there was like a men's roller hockey league out here, like a like a kind of pickup league. They have this little area over by one of the, uh, like, the officer club here. And they, they, yeah, I think it's, like, concrete, and they put some boards around it, and they had some flyers and, like, papers up. But now with COVID, I think it's all shut down. Did you bring your rollerblades then? Yeah, I didn't. I had a stick and a ball, and I was like, ooh, I can, I, can, I just got to get some skates out here. Dude, you just got to run. Then, just run to like the local yeah. like DI and just be like, all right, let's see what rollerblades we can find here. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but then I, I fell behind on some of my classes. <laughs> I was like, oh, I can't. I have to spend all my time doing homework and I can't go play hockey. Like, got to the point where like if I didn't, you know, get my homework done or like get started on it like right after class, I wasn't gonna get finishing it. So I was like, okay fine so then i loaned my stick to a kid that i didn't really like that much it was like does anybody have hockey gear i want to play this week <laughs> and i was like it was like where you know he's like you don't want to admit that you can help someone right you're like yeah i do i, I can help yeah you 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 were sitting there and he's like dude does anybody got a stick and you're like being quiet and your your buddy next to like, mason's got one <laughs> <laughs> shot it i do not yeah dude it was it was uh next to his bed i seen it yeah i went to his room to study and there it was man there it was there's yeah. a stick in there i'll go get it <laughs> didn't even have it you didn't even <laughs> yeah. have a choice you just roped into it yeah then you know as he goes to grab and take it from him it's like you know grip as hard as you can like, yeah give him that look you enjoy that eye. give him that look like i'm gonna do this but i'm not gonna be happy about it <laughs> yeah i I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't have any men's league hockey this week either. I was kind of bummed. It's been like three or four weeks, and I was like, oh, man, I think I got a men's league game. Autumn's like, oh, we got a chill night. And then I was like, "Uh, I think I got a men's league game. And she's like, well, what time? And I looked it up, and I didn't. So no men's league game for me either. Summer weekend, yeah. Well, I I mean. I think the Salt Lake men's league is going to start in the summertime. Oh, summertime. Cool. Yeah. Summertime, chilling right, out, man. I, I like summer league. You know, usually it's on a Tuesday night or Wednesday night. Usually, yeah, it's, it's usually you know, earlier. You walk out of the game. Temps are so good. Yeah, times are earlier. Like 
a lot of times you can see the sun through the windows and the rinks, you know. And, yeah, it's kind of weird. like that that time of year. It's kind of weird because you're used to like rolling it's, up the rink at like 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> you, put yeah, your, exactly. you put your kid, I guess you don't got kids, but you put your kids to bed and they're like, all right, well, got to go to my game. Yeah, babe. See you later. But uh, Grizzlies were in action because it's been since. They were. Yeah, it's, it's been a while since we, we chatted last about the Grizzlies, but. We were we were talking about how they were so good and they were one period away from being undefeated and then they played Tulsa and uh, it didn't go so hot yeah. that weekend. Yeah, Tulsa took to them a little bit, but it was like every game was decided by only one goal. Yeah, and I guess they were close. Went past regulation. And I so. yeah, I did, and I also saw that the goalie from Tulsa was like the player of the week for the ECHL. So he was the ECHL Warrior of the Week because he beat the Grizzlies. I saw that uh, Diego Cuglietto, the Grizzlies, yeah, seven game point streak was ended that weekend. Oof. That was a rough weekend. Like longest in the league. <clears throat> but uh, also the ECHL, they are decided to have, or they not decided, but they're going to have two more expansion teams in Col- Corralville, Iowa, and Trios, Rivers, in Quebec. So, two new ECHL teams. Brand new teams, huh? <clears throat> Which I don't know if this is the best time to be adding teams. You got only 13 teams playing and you're expanding, but whatever. It's yeah, good. It's good. Like to... <laughs> good hockey. <laughs> More hockey's good hockey. <laughs> They're probably gonna true. need. They're probably gonna need a couple teams after you know they have a couple folds next year. Are they looking to play right away? They're not. Are they looking to start next season? Yeah, I think they're starting next season. So, okay. This was just they announced the expansions. Okay, it seems like a tough time to start an ECHL team. Yeah. Or maybe, like, or maybe it's the, a great team time to start one. Or maybe you know the, the you know the, the I guess you know. Yeah, depending on how you look at it, because there's a lot of, I mean, with less leagues going on, more restrictions, yeah, there has been a, seems like a deeper pool of players with the only, only 13 teams. Time to being start around right up. now. Like, yeah. Time to start going fishing. Right, going fishing. Getting those, getting those yeah, players. Because I, I, I know I've read that some of the teams took a, you know, big enough financial hit at the beginning of the season that they couldn't you know, make it for the season. And there was also some COVID restrictions that prevented everybody from coming back. So tough year to be in the ECHL when, you know, COVID canceled everything, mm-hmm. but it's not quite the same. Well, hopefully it comes back just as strong next year for those teams and the expansion teams. But cool. uh, also Grizzlies played Friday night and Saturday night and they split the games with Kansas city. So they won. Yeah, they won on Friday night, and then last night it was neck and neck. It was two two after first. It was three to three after the third, and then they they got put away in the third. Third, they uh, lost it. They lost or in last match. That was it. Third, I thought it was OT. Was it OT? I don't think it was OT. I think it was just in the third, but I okay, could be wrong. Was I wasn't. I wasn't at the game, so I wasn't either. I was just. <laughs> Yeah, pay attention. Okay, so but yeah, they they won one, they lost one so far, and then they play tomorrow at five ten. Yeah, like another home game. 
third home game of the, the weekend, and they're sitting at 5-2-2 two, and two right now. Yeah, so they're in third in their division, three points back at first. But they do got one game in hand, which they'll play tomorrow night, or not tomorrow night, tomorrow day. If they win that, then they're only one points behind first place in their division. In the Mountain Division, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, and then I think they're sitting at six overall in the league with that I believe that's how they're doing the playoffs this year, off winning percentage. Yeah, it's going to be off winning percentage because, well, there's one division with like two teams in it. So I was like, well, it's good to be in that division. There's only two teams. What do you do, right? Yeah. Hey, you know what uh, I realized through another fun fact that's kind of random? I was just going to say UCHL. The Florida Everblades. Yeah. They are leading the league, just like the goon team. Leading the league with 50 goals for and penalty minutes, 221. That was before this weekend started, so those numbers just changed. But I was like, oh, my gosh. They got they got both go, things going for them. Yeah, like their goals for was like almost double most every team. And then they also were just like killing it penalty minutes, too. So <laughs> they're, they're really good, and they're kind of dicks about it. So they're bringing it back to like the old Boston days, or uh, not Boston? Yeah. Phil, the the old Broad Street Bullies, where they just beat the other teams up and won. Right, where you lose, you know, more than just on the course. You, <laughs> in more ways than one, you lose. <laughs> yeah, you're losing here, you're losing there, you're losing everywhere. You're, yeah, there's some guys that lost some fights. You might have some injuries. You might, you know, get a shake to the face. I'm like, Fan. I don't know. No, I'm just I guess there's probably no fans there. So. <laughs> it's probably yeah. not going to happen. No, it's in Florida. There's probably plenty of fans. Oh, we actually have Florida Panthers are going to allow fans yeah. of their games. Oh. Yeah, Florida. Well, you look at those Florida like football games, and they're just packed. Florida don't care. And actually, the ECHL so far seems like they have been allowed. That. Like the Grizzlies have an 1,800 fan. I I, th- I think every ECHL team that's playing probably still has fans because that's probably the only way they can do it. Yeah, I think it would be really hard to operate. Yeah, without having some money coming in from tickets and fans. Because most ECHL teams are not like broadcasting on normal TV where they're getting any TV rights. Most of it's just on like Flow TV. <clears throat> yeah, they got yeah. You can watch on like Flow Hockey. A TV or listen on a mixler to their but, audio no, broadcast. I don't think that's bringing any dollars in though to the teams. No, like, just, like a substantial amount where that's why they're playing is because of Flow Hockey TV, which I actually looked into Flow Hockey TV and it was, you know, how we were talking that it was like 12 bucks a month or something. Yeah. So that's only if you sign up for the entire year all at once. Okay, so, you're so it's like, like the whole year. It's like a hundred. It's like a hundred and fifty bucks if you if you pay for it all up front, and it includes more than just ECH, ECHL hockey. So that's where it becomes more of a good deal. But if you do monthly, it's thirty bucks a month. Jeez, yeah, because they got like some junior leagues, I think, on there, and some of the like tier one, tier two, like you know, U eighteen, U sixteen leagues or something, but. Yeah, unless you have like kids playing those leagues, you know, or you're a real diehard fan, that's, that's a little tough sale. 
it's a lot of hockey. I mean, that's a lot of like money for some, you know ECHL hockey. But hey, I mean, thirty bucks a month still's not that bad. It's a dollar a day, and you probably get a lot of hockey. But that is how much I pay for my NHL is thirty bucks a month. Right, and then you're getting, you know. But I only get charged NHL, that thirty bucks a hockey. month. I only get charged that thirty bucks a month during the hockey season. So like this year, I'll only have to pay five months of that thirty bucks. So probably like a hundred and fifty only for the entire NHL season. But that's monthly. So Flow Hockey TV still uh, still mowing it over the idea of getting it or not. Right. Plus, I mean, you get hockey every night in the NHL app, or almost every night. Yeah. Tends to be weekends. Yeah, I don't know, Mondays I don't know how or much Wednesdays. more hockey I can watch. I watch a lot of hockey, so. But right. <clears throat> it would be nice to be able to watch all the Grizzly games. So I'll, I'll mow it over oh. this week and we'll ponder about it. Maybe I'll pray about it. I wonder if you, <laughs> you pray about it. That's it, it, is, Maybe it is Sunday, so I probably should pray about it. If you can do like two viewers, then we can split a, a membership there. See if we can we can do the old net, share the Netflix password. Yeah. Oh, man, Nick's totally on my flow hockey right now. I'm watching the same thing <laughs> I want to watch. It's only one screen. It can only, we have to, like, both. Oh, dude, Mason logged on in Oklahoma. I can't watch the Grizzly game. Oh, man. You get it. You can get it. Um, autumn? You get you get it on uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and I get it Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, and then Saturdays or every other. There we go. There it's we like go. We have custody of we got, flow hockey. We got our. We, we got custody of our flow hockey TV membership. That's how we're gonna do it. It's not your Saturday. It's it's my Saturday. <laughs> check out, but we could check out some some sweet junior hockey. Yeah, you know so, the uh, Mustang Outliers River. Are, are they on, are they on flow hockey TV too or no? I think they're hockey TV. Oh, hockey. not TV, not flow hockey, just hockey TV. That is actually what my my little brother who plays in the USPHL U16 thing where that's what their yeah they their games are on to is hockey TV. Oh, is or that hockey is TV. that a, is hockey TV.com. Is that a free membership or do you got to pay for that too? No, that one's like really. I think it's like thirty plus a month. Yeah, it's that one's pretty expensive. It's, a decent experience. I've been able to like use my parents' log on and log in and watch his game. Oh, nice! Um, but it's always like expensive enough. Where I'm like, nah. <laughs> one of you guys can give me your login. Mm-hmm. I'll watch. <laughs> Man, I really wish I could watch my brother's game right now. I'd do anything. Thirty bucks? Mm, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the thing maybe is, maybe it's you know, makes a junior team or something. Yeah, is it? What, yeah. is this team considered a juniors team or is it? They're a uh, tier one, but they're oh. sixteen U. So, oh, so um, it's not I'm, quite juniors not, yet. Yeah. So, but you know, hey, good news is he's a uh, leading scorer on the team. He's leading scorer. You know their uh, web source, yeah, from the website says the USPHL their stats. He's uh, they, got nine they... points. Are they up on their stats, or like was this like the guy who like runs the men's league? Where like the first two weeks he's all on the stats, got he's updating the stats, and then after the first two weeks he never updates them the rest of the season. See, that's where I, I don't know for sure because yeah, he uh, I think it only says they've played like 
five or six games, but they played like every weekend. Oh, so, so it might be men's league status where you like you log on like, to check your stats, and it's like from two thousand six. You're like awesome. I was so good. No six. <laughs> I was so good. No six. In two games, that's all he's got. Two games in 06. So is your brother, so he'll be going to juniors next year? Maybe. I think, so he's going to be, a, uh, I believe, a second year midget next year, U16. He could, you know, try and go make a junior team. So he's turned 16 in a couple days. But I think he's probably going to be end up playing again for this Skipjack uh, Hockey Academy. Well, it sounds, sounds like he's doing pretty good. It's probably not a bad idea before he uh, sends it off to Junior B. Right. Yeah, exactly. Start, starts his, his uh, famous... The glory days. The glory days of Junior B, so he can go back to men's league and be like, hey, dude, Junior B, star of the week. Hey, I lied. It looks like he's fifth in scoring. Oh, <laughs> dude. And it's updated now, isn't it? I was looking at him. He was like top dog. He's top dog. And I just pulled up stats again. He's, been... he's got eight games in with 12 points. So I don't know if this is the most updated because I swear they've played more than eight or nine games. But you, you were talking to some kid in class yesterday about hockey. And you're like, oh, dude, my brother's leading scorer on his team. And now yep. you find out he's fifth. <laughs> it's like my what's next man Santa Claus is not really there <laughs> <laughs> well he's actually waiting score. he's actually a healthy scratch tonight yeah he actually just got his first action in his first game you know so. <laughs> we're gonna talk to him my little brother you know he's out there playing for the Skipjacks Hockey Academy and it shows that he's getting a lot of ice time I skated with him over the uh, winter break and uh, yeah he was a heck of a lot better than me and in a lot better shape. And it was a, uh, you know, a little tough to swallow at first. But I'm like, well, I hope when you're playing that much hockey and you're out there doing every day that you're better than me. And I'm playing once every couple months. But, um, yeah, he's, uh, but he's 15 and he's treated like a professional athlete and he kind of acts like a little bit. <laughs> and he's the fifth leading scorer on the, the Skipjacks. Top five. Top five. Top five. Top five on the skipjacks. You, your skipjack. All right. Well, we'll send it over to that interview yeah. right now. Hey, what's up, Trace? Hey, how you doing? Doing great. What's up, buddy? Thanks for joining us. Yeah, no problem. Hey, so you had two games this weekend, correct? Yeah. Oh yeah. For everybody who doesn't know, my brother Trace Day plays for the Sixteen U Skipjack Academy. Is that how you say it, Trace, or is it not yeah. your Skipjack, but Skipjack Academy? Yeah. Is that USPHL? Yeah. And uh, I'll I'll let you uh, let everyone know. I yeah, ice time and the reps he gets it shows he was killing me over the winter break. And he skated. How'd and your really How'd your long. games go this weekend? Uh, pretty good. We won both. Did you get a goal? Nice. Uh, yeah, two in each game. Oh, four goal weekend. Oh, you two. Yeah. Climbing up that Yeah, mom board. sent us a video of you getting oh, tested. You shot one last night. You, like, fanned on a pass, and then you just decided you just took a shot from the slot there and scored. Yeah. Or was that what you were trying to do? Were you trying to pass and then decide to shoot? I tried to pass my whiff, and then I just picked <laughs> it back up. I mean, if you're going to whiff, though, 
a way to make up for it is to get the goal. That's right. Yeah. So that's a good makeup on a goal. Usually it doesn't go that well for me. No, it, it's pretty surprised it ended up that way anyway. Cool. And I was trying to tell people earlier or tell Nick that you at least four on your team and then I look back at the stats and you're sitting at number five according to the USPHL website. That's, I don't know uh, if it's the most up to date. But that's in the league because they all the other kids have played three more games than I have. But that's that's not team. Oh, you're you're right. It is a league. Okay, so you are leading score on your team. Yeah. Have you guys really only played eight games? We've only played eight league games. We played almost like twenty-five games, like maybe even thirty. So it says here that you have twelve points, but I don't know if that counts. You lost tonight. No, that it wasn't. We didn't. We didn't play league games. So that's. That's only 12 okay. and 8 games in league. Race day, leading the York Skip Jack. That's cool, man. I didn't realize you were yeah. leading four. Yeah. Nice. Um, so I got, and I got, for those of you who don't, don't know, Trace is turning 16 on Tuesday. The big one six. Well, happy birthday to Trace. January 19th. Perfect. <laughs> happy birthday to you. <laughs> what you doing what you doing for your birthday uh playing hockey i practice tuesday oh but you got what are you doing are you gonna, you're uh, gonna take a dinner at least yeah well, that's nice yeah so i got i got a question for you um what's been a bigger impact on your game your teammates or your coaches uh probably honestly the coaching They've been a bigger. Impact. I would uh, I would say I really haven't had the greatest coaches, but in my younger ages, so definitely feel like having good coaches is a big impact. And you played your youth hockey mostly in Arizona, right? Yeah. Was it like what? What made it? What you said that they weren't good coaches. What made like a good coach or not a good coach? Well, I wouldn't say they were just bad coaches. I just feel like uh, I feel like. My coaches here just all around, you know, make everyone like they improve everyone's skill, you know, don't like revolve the team around, you know, a certain selective players. Like get, and, uh, get the more puck to the Johnny. <laughs> Not the get the yeah. puck to Johnny and he'll score. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like he's a lot less of the team and not for a certain player. That's cool. It takes the individual out of it a lot. Yeah. Make it more about the week. Yeah, exactly. I think that's really cool. Um, you haven't played for an academy prior to this, right? You're playing um, your tier two or your tier one AAA team in Arizona. So, yeah, what have you liked about the this academy experience that you've had? What's your favorite part about that? Um, probably just like the everyday playing and practicing, and just all hanging out with the team and like bonding with teammates all day every day. Yeah, I could see that being a fun experience. I notice you guys have a pretty strict regimen too, like your your daily activity. Do you like that strict routine? Uh, no, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun actually. You know, just uh, working out, playing hockey, doing school, like all as a team together. It's pretty fun. That's cool. Why don't you take us through a typical day? What that looks like for you? Uh, I'll wake up. Uh, what time? First thing in like six thirty every day. Um. First thing is is a school room, so we go up there do school for two hours. After that, we usually have like a team meeting, like grab breakfast at the cafe if you didn't, 
eat breakfast already. And we have a little team meeting where we go over like mental performance and all that. Then uh, we go to the gym, get warmed up, work out. Uh, we go down, get lunch, and we get dressed for practice. When we're done with that, we go cool down and then uh, usually do some extra workout as a team, just like sprints or working on like whatever you need, shoot pucks. And at like four or five-ish, do school for another two hours and usually leave around like six or seven. That's like a full work day, man, at the ring. Yeah. <laughs> and doing school and eating. That's a pretty cool experience we have. That's every uh, youth player, like hockey player's dream right there. So, Oh, no, most right. definitely, yeah. Are you, you, are you enjoying it? Like, are you just like, this is the time of my life? And Oh, yeah, most definitely. It's, it's awesome. That's awesome. It's good to hear, yeah. you know, youth hockey players turning into hockey players. Like, a, you're living it out. Like, you're doing it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, uh, yeah, who, he is. who's been the most influential person outside of hockey, like besides like your coaches or team to you? Um, probably my mom and my brothers. Uh, they're always, you know, <laughs> always pushing me to do the right things and all that, and uh, you know, gave me a good path to follow. So, definitely would say those guys. Nice. Get All right, little... Chris, I'm not knocking down though from twenty dollars to ten dollars since you said mom first. Mason texting like dude, tell him I'm your favorite player. <laughs> I'm your favorite person. <laughs> I never even wanted to pick up a stick until I saw Mason skate. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. No, that's no. cool. We uh yeah, we were a little a tight little unit there when races in his younger years um just my mom and, and my my brother colby and we we were living on our own for a little while and me and colby played a lot of hockey and traces you know like a lot of young kids picked up those shinny sticks and just started whacking everything he could with it oh yeah yeah and then our mom is always been the true mvp when it comes to raising us and putting stuff back and stuff cool boys it's good it's a good hockey family story right there you know Good hockey families. Are, yeah. hockey, hockey families are different families. Like you always know a hockey family when you meet them. Like, yep, they're a hockey family. That means everybody pulls the weight. You know, that's why everyone's cheering everybody on. That's, I think that's a good trait that hockey families have. So, yeah, I remember coming home. I was like fourteen from school, and Trace was like two. You know, and he had a little shinny stick in his hand. He looked at me. and He's like, "Hey, Mason," and then he just. <laughs> Slapped a plastic ball as hard as he could into the wall, like two feet away, and I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, buddy, nice hit, buddy." I wasn't mad at all. I wasn't like worried about the wall or anything. I was just like, "Yeah, man, nice, nice hit." That's awesome. Hockey family's growing yeah, up. Here he is playing, growing up, playing at this academy. That's awesome. What's uh, what's so the mo- what's the most uh, memorable game you've ever played? Like, what game in your mind is like that was my game? I won't forget that one. Ooh, that's tough. Uh, I'd probably have to say uh, when I went to uh, Quebec a few years back, and uh, I wouldn't say I just I played like my overall best game, but it was just also the experience and all like you know playing at the uh, Quebec Major Junior Center, and you know it was just uh, there's a lot of fans, a lot of people watching, like the first big stadium I've ever been in, and I. 
played really good. I don't know. I think that just like that one stuck with me for for a while. What was the? So was it a, a tournament? Yeah, it's a it's a Pee Wee International tournament. So when you're second year Pee Wee, the teams around the world go there. And uh, the game I'm actually thinking about, we're playing like the Zurich Lions, where uh, Austin Matthews actually played. He's a uh, years in Europe before he went to the NHL. Played their junior oh, team. Oh, man, abroad for that year, huh? Yeah. Played the Zurich Lions. That was pretty cool. That is awesome. Yeah. That's, that's a cool experience, man. You've already got to have a year age having an experience like that in Canada, another country. Corn exactly, yeah. Top prospects, huh? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool, man. What is, uh, do you have a favorite goal you scored? Um... Not really, to that, be honest. That one where you uh, fanned on the pass and then put it, you know, between the <laughs> between the boys' <laughs> legs. That, that might be my uh, <laughs> luckiest goal, but that, uh, actually, the one that I had today was a uh, pretty nice that I liked. I I just had like I was willing down the middle of the ice and just I got a one T pass and I just kind of went on one knee and did like a, a little three sixty on the ice and just you know clap bomb top ooh. right win. So I was like, all right, is it down on one knee? <laughs> yeah. Good for you, man. Yeah, it was pretty nice. Uh, I don't know. I don't really can't really think back to like a single favorite goal. What are you most excited about turning sixteen? Driving. <laughs> don't drive. <laughs> How do you get I, to practice I, I, every I day? I figured that was coming. Drive. Is that your, is it your stepmom, right? Yeah. He, he he said, "How do you get to practice every day?" Oh. Uh, well, I don't have my permit exactly uh, yet, so I haven't really been practicing too much yet. So I'll be getting my license a little late. So who's so, taking practice right now, Trace? Oh, uh, yeah, my stepmom. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's nice of her, so. Yeah. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, she hits uh, Duncan for you every morning, right? Get your breakfast? Yeah, most mornings. Stop by Duncan. What's, and on the way to the rink. Huh? What's your Duncan yeah. go-to? You know, I know I got the go-tos, but what's your oh. Duncan go-to? <laughs> <laughs> bacon, egg, and cheese on a plain bagel, most definitely. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Go-to. That's your go-to. Do you get two of them or just yeah, one? on a plain bagel. Do you get the, the I just two... get a single one, and then I get, get a side of hash browns, and that's, that's it. Dude, Duncan's hash browns are next level. Like, I got a little spice they in are. there. They got a little, like... They are good, yeah. So, love those things. Well, that's awesome, Trace. It's good to hear yeah. about you know someone that's in the thick of it, you know, living out the their uh, youth hockey dreams, making it or trying to make yeah. it to the show. Right, that's your goal, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, I'll be yeah. Here. You know, and you know, he's got a elite prospect profile and everything. You know, he's out there. You find his pictures. You know, on on that website, it's pretty cool, man. You got you're building that resume right now, and trying to see where it takes you. Yeah, me too. All right, Trace. Well, keep willing and scoring. I will. Thank you. Yeah, take... all right, buddy. We'll talk to you later. All right, bye. See you later. So now let's uh, talk about the NHL. NHL hockey is back and back it in full force. It returned to us. It returned. NHL back yeah. strikes back. <laughs> it wasn't even that long ago that 
when the bubble concluded, but it feels like forever. No, it was forever ago. It was it was a longer off season than it was in a regular year. That's true. I mean, they were gonna because they were gonna start in December. Well, they were gonna. It was and then that didn't happen. It was Thanksgiving, and then it was December one, yeah. and then it was January one, and then it was maybe the middle of January slash I hope we're playing by uh Valentine's Day, but they did get it done. We're playing hockey now. Yeah, it's back. It's, it's back. Was it a 56 game season. 56 game season. And yeah. so but uh, a lot of teams they named new captains. I don't know if you saw any of those. No, I hadn't. Yeah. Vegas Golden Knights got their first captain ever. They, uh, oh, they, really? Who'd they go with? They went with Stone. Oh, nice. So he's a good yeah, guy. Stone been a pretty consistent player out there. Yeah. I, you know, would have liked to see go on flower. But I guess, you know, lately there's been a little <laughs> discontent. And I'm still on <laughs> the... I still think he's going to be playing for the Avalanche before the end of the season. But that's just me. I think if we could see Fleur is the main goalie again, I would be pretty excited. He's a fun goalie to watch. Yeah, he is a fun goalie to watch. I mean, he's actually pretty old when you think about it. And, but he's because he was drafted the year before Ovechkin. Yeah, and he was also I don't, the Penguins made out of like bandits back in those days. Like they just sucked for long enough. Like they got him as the number one overall pick. Crosby was number one overall pick in '05. Wasn't Malkin a top? Was he number two or? Three? He was number two after Ovechkin. Yeah. So like what? That's three years in a row, then, right? So Flurry. Yeah, so they got Flurry, Malkin, Malkin Crosby. Crosby. That's a that's a pretty uh good three year drafts. That's wow. a very fortunate series wow. of events there. Yeah, a lot better than I guess. I guess Oilers did okay. I guess they had Taylor Hall, which isn't playing for him now. Then they had Nugent Hopkins, which now is producing for them, but he yeah. was, he wasn't doing so hot originally, and then. What was the Yakupov? It's not even in the NHL anymore. But then they made things up with uh, Connor McDavid for the fourth, first pick in five years. Yeah, and and he's been like a a true spectacle out there since he's been in the league. He's just been, he's put up a ton of points. What has he won the fastest skater three years in a row? Oh, he's. But yeah, so Vegas got their new captain, Detroit named Dylan Larkin. As the captain, and okay. St. I mean, he was born. He's born in. He's from. He's from Detroit. So. Yeah, he's a Michigan kid, huh? Yeah, he's from Michigan. He grew up as a Red Wings fan, and now he's the captain of the team. Was he uh, like an undrafted guy too? Uh, I, I think remember. he was drafted. I think he was drafted, but young. Oh yeah, he was drafted. Never mind. They had. I think it was someone else I was thinking, but yeah. That's pretty cool, though, to be captaining, you know, your your hometown team or your home state team. Yeah. Good for him. Kind of like Tavares in uh, Toronto, but everybody's from Toronto when you start getting into it. Right, that's really not that uncommon. (laughs) Yeah. majority of the NHL is Canadian. Yeah, and from Toronto, so. And then you got... um, Let's see. We had St. Louis uh, made... Ryan O'Reilly, their captain, and Ryan yeah, Ryan O'Reilly. I mean, he kind of bounced around. I can't believe. Could you imagine if Colorado still had him? Oh my gosh, I know. I don't know why they ever I got think, rid of him, but 
he won the uh, sportsmanship award when he was out there one year. I believe he probably had like two penalty minutes. Yeah, like he's always been known for that. So, and then in Boston, they made Bergeron the captain. Therese. Yeah, that's that's a good pick because they just lost the Dano, huh? So yeah, but they did like some like psych moment. Like I don't know if you've seen the video, but they like they're like the coach comes in and he's like, "Yeah, we got a new captain. It's Marshy." And Brad Marchand walks up there and like grabs his jersey and he's like, "Actually, we uh, we all know who the real captain is." And they gave it to Bergeron. So, oh, that's pretty little, cool. Little joshing around. Oh man, can you imagine if uh, <laughs> Marchand was the captain was... though, dude? Oh, Marchand, dude, I just feel like that's got to be one of the most hated NHL players yeah. out there. And I, or just you know, frustrating guys to watch. I think there's. You know, people that don't know hockey that well that know who he is or know of some of his actions. You just got one of those faces where you're like, man, I just hope he gets punched in the face tonight. <laughs> it really is. And then you watch him out there throwing elbows and like slew foots. You're like, I really hope so. Yeah. More than once. A lot of times. Like, I saw his face and I want him to get punched, but now I've seen his play and I really want him to get punched. Have you ever seen that those pictures that like surfaced when they won the cup? He's like on a table, like shirtless at a club. <laughs> his face is—he's like all—he's like all drunk, like. Eh. And you're like, man, someone deck him right now. Someone, oh, now's your chance. Get him. I would say that meme of him when he was looking people. There's a meme of him, his offseason, like it's like back at his offseason job, and he's looking envelopes. <laughs> That's like one of my favorite hockey memes. <laughs> That's freaking awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, and the Wild named a cat another captain. And it's Jared Bergeron. Okay, so good guy there. He's been there a while. So, but also in uh, NHL news, we guess we got to correct some of the things we said last week that were not hundred percent. Well, we, no, we were right. I mean, Hall. Okay, we. I said Hall's deal was ten million. And it's actually eight million for a year. So. Not as good as we uh, first said, but still pretty good. We highballed him. Yeah, I highballed him. I would have given him 10 mil for one year to play in Buffalo, but they gave him 8 mil. Also, we were, Corey Crawford did go to the Devils like we talked, but he also retired before ever putting on a Devils jersey. Crawford no longer in the league, huh? Yeah, so I guess maybe, maybe he went to training camp and was like, Oh no! What I get myself into? And he's like, yeah, you know what? I'm done. He's like, all they talk about is Marty Brodeur. <laughs> you know, that's the expectation. You fill those shoes, you be the next Marty. They, yeah, they and, want. And you know, they want fun in Chicago. Yeah, they want they want Marty Brodeur out there in New Jersey every year, but they don't have a team to play in front of them. But they did. Hey, they did beat the the Bruins in a, a overtime last night or yesterday day. Yeah, it was well. a day game. That wasn't as an impressive win, actually. Um, and they you still have PK out there, right? Yeah, they still got PK. I feel like he was top man. He was like Mister Hockey Canada, you know, dude playing for the Habs was on top of the world. And then I just like went to Nashville, and then he's just been moving around. Well, they went to the New they, Jersey. They played the Penguins in the Cup when he was on Nashville, and he was all over, you know, making fun of Crosby. He's got the Listerine, and then That's true. and then they ship him out to 
uh, New Jersey, and it's just not really panned out for him there. Yes, yeah, it just it hasn't gone as well for him. Yeah, because he was a lot more. Like, you saw his face a lot when he was in Canada. Like he seems like a pretty cool guy. Like he was doing charitable events out there in Montreal. I think he did like this big winter wonderland palace for like it was like sick kids or something. And then he came to Nashville and he was like singing in some kind of karaoke bars when he was in there. Well, he had a little. Yeah. He had a thing where he would bring. It was a, he would have a policeman come with a like an underprivileged kid to the games like he brought kind of like to start that relationship with you know underprivileged kids and cops so he like invited them to the games together that was kind of his thing that's in Nashville cool. yeah so. I didn't realize that I actually think that's a, like a great move I thought that would be a that's a great idea you know great way to try and break these barriers you know yeah, so you like it, no cops, you know, talk to these high school kids or struggling kids, you know, like relate to them. Yeah, like, dude, I'm, I'm a guy like you know, I'm I'm just like you, man. I just put on this uniform. Yeah, no PK, I dude, I'd want to sit down with PK. He seems like one of the nicest guys in the league. Yeah, and I liked when he came back. Was it Don Cherry? Like making fun of him, and then he came out and he put on a suit and he like impersonated Don Cherry. Uh, oh, I I think I remember that, but I don't know. I don't remember like word or not word for word, but I don't remember it. Not great, but yeah, he would be in it. He'd be a great conversation for sure, though. Yeah, I mean, a, he a actually to, like talk with. He was uh, engaged with uh, Lindsey Vaughn, and they just recently, like this last month, announced that they're not engaged and not together anymore. So, oh, did they call it off? Yeah, they called it off. Oh man! So poor PK, but. I've actually read his dad's, uh, his dad made a biography or he wrote a biography kind of like about mm-hmm. how he raised three kids that ended up playing in the NHL. And it's a good, it's a good book. I think most hockey parents should read it. It's called How We Did It. And it's about him. How and, we did it. Huh? Yeah. His dad is actually from Jamaica and his mom is from Toronto. And so his dad came to Toronto, but he was a college basketball player. But they, he loved the Habs because in college his like roommate watched the Habs games, so he started watching the Habs games. And his mom, so PK's mom is from Toronto, and they grew up in Toronto, so he was a Leafs fan growing up. And his, okay. his brother Jordan, so there's PK, plays the Devils, and then Malcolm that now was playing goalie for the Blackhawks, and they have a third okay. brother, Jordan, and he's in the Leafs system right now. He was drafted by Vancouver and kind of bounced around minors and stuff. But right now, he's in the Leafs system. I didn't know that. I didn't know there was that many people. I, I knew the goalie. Yeah, and TK. Yeah, so there's three Subins that have been drafted in the NHL. So that's what the book is about. So it's a pretty good book. I think it's a good book for any like hockey parent that thinks their kid should be the best kid ever. Because it kind of puts you in perspective, like it's not just gonna be handed to you. Does it talk about like the struggles and tribulations of trying to pay for hockey? And it kind of does, and it also like that, or is it more just like kind of meeting managing expectations? Yeah, it's more managing expectations and just being a good person and being a good parent. His dad is a principal. And his whole life was a principal for, like, schools around Toronto. So he goes into a lot of that about how 
he kind of led by example for all these kids, and that's kind of where PK and those guys get their... I mean, when you see him, he's a good guy. Like, P.K. Subin, he's always a happy-go-lucky. I don't think he does anybody really wrong on a personal level because he's that's how he was raised. But they weren't a rich family, and they you know, they were using hand-me-down stuff, and, and it kind of goes into, like, that kind of... You know, these kids, they it was expensive for them to play hockey growing up, so but their parents did whatever they could and the sacrifices that the kids made and the sacrifices the parents made. And when things didn't go right, like, just don't worry about it. It's not the end of the world. So it's a really good book, and I I would recommend it for any hockey parent out there just to kind of get to know, Absolutely. like, how the you should act in games about how parents shouldn't be you know, in their kids' faces all the time. And his brother that became the goalie, Malcolm Subin, so I guess he was actually the best player on a double-A team or a triple-A team, like a peewee team. Yeah. And he wanted to play goalie. And his dad's like, but you're the top scorer on this team. And he was like, but he... He didn't really care. He's like, I'm not having fun. I want to play goalie. And so he said, well, you can Whoa. either you can either play triple A as a forward or you can play house league as a goalie. And he said, I'll play house league as a goalie because I have fun playing goalie. Wow. So, yeah, he took him out of that. And he said, that's what he wants to do. And it's, it's, it's about the kids. So, I mean, a lot of parents, I think they forget that it's about the kids. Yeah, you know, you can definitely see that in some parents where they're, you know, living vicariously through their kid or, you know, they just feel some sense of status for how talented their kid is. And you're just like, dude, at the end of the day, though, man, it's, it's about the, the kids out here having fun and, you know, and, and being on a team and playing sports. And you can then, you know, there's other lessons to, to life to learn just from, you know, playing sports. So, I mean, that's just a lot more than, you know, how good they are right now and they get the most points and yeah. where they're going. Yeah. Like, it's not about your kid. It's about the team. It's about everything. But some parents yeah. are more worried about, it's about my kid and my, you know, my status as a parent and who I am at the rink. Then it's about the kids as a collective. Yeah. So, but getting, getting, okay. we're getting off track here. Let's get back to the NHL. <laughs> Anyways, on a side note, I do hope, even more now that PK Subban makes it, you know we we see him back in the headlines. Yeah, I'm he a, does something out there in New Jersey. You know, I'm, I'm pulling for him. Picked him up on my fantasy team late rounds, but picked him up. Smart move. I'm I'm hoping for a bounce back year. So, but also Trevor Lewis, we said he wasn't signed or anywhere, and that was kind of true. He had signed a a tryout, a pro tryout with Winnipeg. But they did make it official this last week and signed him to a league minimum 750k contract. So Trevor Lewis up in Winnipeg playing hockey. Right, fist pumps for all the Utah hockey fans out there, right? Yeah, maybe Trevor I'll Lewis. maybe I'll have to go get a Winnipeg jersey um, now. Yeah, that would be. I would wear a Winnipeg jersey. Said Trevor Lewis. You know, had Lewis on it. Yeah, a Jets jersey, dude. Jet Jets. That's like one of the coolest jerseys out there. Especially if it's, on it especially if it's like an old school Jets jersey. Blue, blue. So the old school Jets, yeah. 
That's cool. Were they called the Ice Jets? No, just Jets. No, just the Jets. When they were, they were the yeah, and then they moved to Phoenix. And they became the Coyotes. Okay, yeah, but just Jets. Yeah, I want to say Jets. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. So yeah, Trevor. Are they the Coyotes now? What? I thought the Nordiques were the Habs. Yeah, the Nordiques were the Habs. I mean, no, no, the Nordiques, the Nordiques became the Abs, and the Jets became the Coyotes, and the Whalers became the Hurricanes. That's why the the Hurricanes still throw the well Whalers jerseys on every now and then. Right, and then the uh, Atlanta Thrashers team, right, went to back to Winnipeg. <laughs> yeah, so they they had a team leave them and now they had a team leave somewhere else and come there so but uh we also saw a lot of fights in the nhl this this opening weekend which i think i liked i like seeing all the rivalries and you know with the new divisions that we're going to be seeing a lot of back-to-backs and games going on i think it's yeah it's, it's always exciting you see the competitiveness come out some guys still trying to prove themselves in these fights. I I like how it can change a game, a fight. You know, like your team's winning or your team's losing, you know, but then you win a fight and then all of a sudden, you know, you're tied or up by a goal, like just the momentum shift. Yeah, well, it, it happened. It's an interesting part of the game. Yeah, it happened in the Leafs game. They were losing to the Habs. And if you look at, watch any of those review shows, the part in that game that turned it around was when Wayne Simmons had a fight. So I think it's still a factor in the NHL. Like, it's okay. We don't see a fight every game, and there's not 16 fights a game, and there's not line clearing brawls. Yeah, you with know? concussion protocols, you know, and knowing what we do now, I think that it's okay that we don't see guys bashing each other all the time. But, you know, there's a good time and place. Yeah, there's a lot of people that don't understand the like concept of a fight in a hockey game and it's it's really the only sport that has it and you think of like other sports like man if they were to fight that'd be crazy you know in a hockey game it happens a lot but there's also not a lot of dirty stuff that happens in those other leagues where you kind of just have to turn your nose and be like well that's the game you know so in a hockey game you can have you know your star player gets a cheap shot that person's going to have to answer for that cheap shot right then and there or the next game, or they're going to have to answer for it. So I like that part of the game because I think it keeps players honest and keeps them from doing things that they shouldn't. And a hockey fight, usually like the guy's got to be mad enough. He'll drop the gloves, but in, you know, in other sports, you know, like one guy wants to find the other guy. Just like, no, Right, they're like wrestling, or he's like running after him, and yeah, like, it's like the hockey. You know, it's like they actually have to square up, and there's like there's you know like the unwritten like gentleman rules to it. You know, like if a jersey jersey comes up over your head, or if you go down, you know, you stop throwing blows. Like you don't, it doesn't stay ugly, right? Like so they know we're going to be out of the box and you know, five, five minutes, minutes playing each other again, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess if there's a fight in another league, they're gone. And then it's like, well, they're, who knows how many long they'll be gone. So that's good for hockey right, players. Right, it could be that, a whole season. And a lot of times it turns into a brawl. Yeah. And then, but 
I, I, I like watching the fights. And I like, I think in the beginning of the season, there's a couple more fights than we usually see because, I mean, you're setting that tone. You're setting the momentum. You know, you're setting the the way that you guys are going to be playing this year. Like, if you're playing for this team, like, we're not going to be pushed around. Like, let's go get a fight. So. Yeah, I mean, and you, and you know, it's just another, you know, an extra edge or competitive advantage for teams that have those enforcers. You know, when one of the teams come in, like, well, you know, who their enforcer is or, you know, what's going to happen if we throw a chief shot? Like, you have to keep that in mind. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't work in men's league, but it works in the NHL. <laughs> no, right. And with only NHL and junior league, like pro leagues and junior league, we're able to see the, the fights, really. Right. Like college, you can't fight high school. I think you see you might league. you might see more fights in men's leagues actually, but they're you usually... might see them, but they're not allowed. Yeah, <laughs> and they're usually not <laughs> as good. It's usually one guy just swinging his hands like two cats, you know, just fighting. Meow. Or <laughs> <laughs> like just going for it. Or you got like, or one of them does know how to fight, and he just lights ra- the other one up. Yeah, he just ragdolls them all over the ice. So yeah, I, I've I've only probably seen I've seen a couple good fights in men's league, but you know, usually ends with like, all right, that was great. So, but see ya, like in six weeks when you can play again. Yeah, have fun at your hearing. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to, to determine if you can ever play again. Your ten game minimum. <laughs> so well, it was a good season, man. I know you paid full dues, and I already. <laughs> Sorry, I can't give you a refund. <laughs> yeah, there, there's no refunds for fighting. <laughs> but yeah, so see a lot of good fights this year so far, and I'm I'm excited for you know just the season and kind of just gonna explain. There's a lot of people out there that don't understand the way the season is gonna actually like work out. They just know that there's hockey. Like oh, there's hockey. I think there's only playing so many teams. This team, that team. You know, only the Canadians are playing each other, but everyone else can. But no, it's not that. Everyone in every division only plays that one division. So if you're in the three divisions in the U.S., you're going to be playing only your division still. But So you're going to be playing each other seven to eight times. And then the Canadian, yeah, yeah. And then the Canadian teams are going to be playing nine to ten times. So those rivalries are even going to be more... You know, heated every time they meet because they get an extra game or two. Yeah, which you know, it's a it's a it's different than we've seen in the past. But I think it makes for entertaining hockey though, because those competitive the competitive games really it just it's it's fun to see how it can easily go one way or the other. You know, like just like the Islanders and Rangers, for example. You know, like Islanders come out and beat them four zero. You know, and then they play the next day. Or two days later, and the Rangers win five zero. Like it's split, you know. Yeah, it's been it's been it's awesome. Crazy how it is. It, it well, the Senators and Leafs they played, and the Senators and they beat the Leafs by two goals because they had an open net, and then the Leafs beat them last night. And it was, I mean, it's fun to watch those games when it's not the one same team winning every time. Where we're seeing those back and forth. You win one night, we win the next night, and each game is hard fought. And they're switching things up, they're fighting, they're scoring different ways. So it's it's like, yeah, you're gonna see the same team play two nights in a row, or you know, every other night. But 
it's a totally different game every time they lace up the skates. Exactly. That's, that's, that's a great way to put it. It is a totally different game. Like the Blues won four to one, you know, against the Avs, and, <laughs> and then the revenge. <laughs> Man, I, I haven't seen a revenge wow. like that in a while. That's like that's what for you start pouring it on to you like six yeah. goals. Yeah, we got some more. Yeah, because like, like everyone's been calling Colorado favorites to win the cup, and then they just like got smashed against the Blues that first game. Which the Blues are a good team. I mean, don't forget they won the cup two years ago. But everyone's been, yeah. you know, just on the Avalanche bandwagon. It seems, and they you know show up and they Myself play that included. first game. Yeah, they played that first game, and it just didn't look like Mason's Cup champs. <laughs> didn't look like my prediction, you know, Nathan McKinnon and the gang, Landis Gog, Nico Ratton out there just But hey, names. But game, hey game two yeah. definitely looked like a team that could win the cup. See, that's what it's great. Yeah, that firepower when they are on like that it's that's what uh makes me think they had to have a chance. But I thought they had a I thought they would have taken it to Dallas last year. Man, I didn't expect that to even go seven games and for sure, didn't expect them to go down three one, but yeah, Dallas yeah. Dallas still hasn't played their first game yet, so Which that's the unfortunate one, right? Yeah, they moved it. They moved seventeen it. players. Yeah, they so they or they start I think on Friday. It was going to be Tuesday, but they pushed it back even farther. But the Panthers did they push it to Friday? Okay. Yeah, Panthers are playing their first game. They're actually just started, so that's today, huh? Yeah. So they're getting their first game. So not every team in action yet, but the Just Panthers about. and the Stars are going to have fans in the building, and so and the Coyotes already have had fans in the in the you know in the building. So that's a good that's a good yeah. start to the season. Three yeah, three teams, three franchises allowing fans. Maybe they'll be able to pave the way. You know, we'll see some more in there spread out, social distance, probably wearing masks and all that. I mean, I, stuff, yeah. I hope I hope by the playoffs that we're seeing the majority of the teams having fans in the stands, whether it's you know limited or, I mean, I can't wait for the day I'm in a you know packed house, elbow to elbow, you know, just breathing all that same air in, <laughs> watching a hockey game. I can't wait for that day. I know you feel the energy, you know, because home ice advantage. It's the real deal. Like, it's no joke. Like, I don't know if there's another sport, especially in the playoffs, where, like, the, the home arena gives you such an advantage. Yeah. Those the fans pounding on the glass on one end and, you know, letting the players play on the other. But so, and then I'm just going to you know, describe or ex- just going to explain how the playoffs are going to go, and that's going to be the four divisions will play – will send four people to the playoffs and those four teams will battle it out until there's only one. So the first two rounds will be interdivision play and then they'll each division will send one team to the conference finals. And once there's four teams, they will reseed. So two West teams could play each other, like original West teams. We could have what they call the South Division play the Canadian division. We could have the East Division play the West Division in that first round of the playoffs. It's all based. That'll be all based off. Yeah, it's off regular season total, right? Yeah, regular season points will will reseed for the conference finals, 
And then, of course, the next two winners will play for the Cup. But that's that's how we can have that matchup of, like, you could have a Chicago-Anaheim Stanley Cup final, which used to not be able to happen because they're both West teams. Or we could end up with a Rangers, you know, Canadians, which yeah, like, any other year they were two East teams. So really going to be exciting yeah, once the playoffs. Bay. Yeah, it's really going to be exciting once the playoffs start. For those kind of scenarios to start playing out. Yeah, no, that I'm super excited for. It. I think, and I think hockey, the NHL has done a great job of like they seem to have good creative minds in charge. Or like, like they think outside the box. They they change up their All Star weekend a lot. You know, like like so like right now with coming out of a COVID season, it's like they're keeping teams. You know essentially located right now and playing in close proximity. But then in the end, we're going to get a Stanley Cup playoff that could, you know, see two formerly Eastern teams going up against each other. It's, just, it's kind of a fun way to, to get to the end of the season. Yeah. So have you, what's your, what's been your favorite part about the season back so far, Mason? Uh, so far, I'm just, I don't know, I'm just starting to get that good feeling with like, you know, uh, the other, like, leagues out there starting and, and the NHL being back right now, like, I don't know, I'm just feeling like hockey's back. Like, when it was in the bubble, you know, it was like the NHL is back, but most stuff still turned off. I'm glad we could see it. But I, I'm really just liking now with the NHL starting out that it feels like hockey's back everywhere. Yeah, I like... And I know there's still some leagues, like, not going, like, I think it's a major junior league in Canada, but yeah. That's what I'm really loving. It, it's nice to see them playing in like their home arena. Like even though there's not a lot of fans at you know most games, but seeing their like home logo in the middle of the rink, and seeing the colors of like the stands and stuff, I think it really has a feel that like it started for real. And not that the playoffs didn't feel real, but it feels closer to normal, I guess I can say. But but did you? Uh, I was gonna. I thought you'd go with Crosby's goal. Dude, did you see that goal? I thought that was the best goal of the week. Dude, sure. that might have been. I, a, I was, I'm not a Crosby fan, but that was a sweet goal. That goal, yeah, turn the bat that out of the air and then just a little backhand flick. Like, just tap it in. It was that was it was an athletic play, and that was one one handed. Was, I mean, he 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 taps it out of the air and then one hands it, just flicks it in. Yeah, just like a crawl, like extends himself out and then flicks that puck one handed up into the net as the goal is trying to come back. I, that it was a great play. I mean, and that was definitely up there. I, that was my favorite goal. I was kind of trying to think of what I'm most excited about just hockey and back, but that, you know, if I had to pick a goal, that's definitely going to be the top goal. Isn't it funny how maybe like, even a season for a while? Yeah, isn't it funny how, like, you, you know, you watch the first weekend and, like, there's always that crazy goal. You're like, that's going to be goal of the year. <laughs> like, this early in the season, like, something like that happens and it's a candidate for the goal of the year happening in the first weekend. I know, yeah. And then it, that's the thing. Yeah, there's always oh, so many remarkable goals this season. And then when you go back and you can, like, see those compilation videos, you know, <laughs> yeah. years over of all the goals you're like oh yeah i remember that one i thought that one was great but no compared to this one yeah you know. did you see the goal by the minnesota rookie the kaprizov he's a he's a big hopeful this year but did you see his overtime goal against the not, kings 
oh, dude, the Kings are just coming up lightly. It's overtime. You know how they hold the puck. Dude, he just barrels in there, steals the puck, and takes it in and scores. It was freaking amazing. It was oh. like it was like you were watching, yeah. you know, like in men's league, how like sometimes the play's slow, and then you got one guy that's just like, I'm just going to go fast. <laughs> and yeah. he just like. Wait, was that the Dustin Brown turnover? I think it was, yeah. And he just. Yeah, like the behind the back, like no look pass, right? To, yeah. And he just stole goal. it, and he just went in and won the game. And it was like. Like, I just don't get moment, why right? I don't get why in overtime that doesn't happen more often. Why do they let him just slowly play with it? I mean, I guess it's the NHL, and if you're beat, you're beat. But I thought that was awesome. I know, right? It does seem because it's like that. It seems like a you know that respect. You know, like when you only have three on you know three on three for overtime now, right? Yeah. You know, it's like you're. You know, there's so much ice that you're like, nobody wants to get burned because then you're like a two on three, or it's like they're so worried about time and space, you know, ratio. So you don't see as much of that fast action, but you turn on the Jets and got it. Yeah, that was awesome. So anything you're That's looking- a cool moment, you know, your first NHL goal. Yeah, <laughs> in overtime. And, but, uh, so you looking forward to any games this week or anything in the NHL this week? Yeah, you know, I uh, I love watching this Crosby Ovechkin rivalry. Bring that up, that you know, Gethel just got the OT winner, so that <laughs> the Pens could finally pick up their first W. I know. Um, and uh, so I'm excited for the rematch on Tuesday, well, and we're gonna be able to see it like seven or eight times this year. So I think it's eight times they play. So usually you see it like four times, but this year we're gonna see it eight times. It's gonna be fun. But I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited to watch the new, like, uh, the Young Guns matchup this week, where McDavid and Matthews are going to play twice. So I'm excited for that matchup this week. That's a good one too. Yeah. And and they were training yeah. together this off season, so it's like, are they? Is it there? Do you think there's any like bet on the line? Like, who gets more goals in these games? You know they were they were That's practice funny. partners all they were practice partners all summer and now they're going to be playing each other and so it's funny how it feels uh, we're kind of like reverse the tables there like you know like most teams in the U S a lot of times you know your leaders are these Canadian dudes <laughs> yeah. and then right now we got this like one of the top teams in Toronto right or in Canada one of the biggest program Toronto Maple Leafs you know led by Arizona boy Austin <laughs> Matthews That's freaking awesome. It is cool though. It's cool to see so Adam McDavid, two different countrymen. Yeah, playing in the same country now in the pro league. That'll be fun. Yeah. So a lot of hockey this week, and uh, let's wrap this up. Anything else you got, Mason? Um, no, I think that that's yeah everything I want to cover. I did think it was kind of cool to see. I've seen Stephen Samkos was up in the top scores right now. I mean, everybody's kind of around four or five points in the top you know, 30 list right now, but he's got two goals and three assists. I thought that was kind of neat to see, you know, after he wasn't able to make any, you know, he played one game last season in the bubble. Yeah. So, uh, because I I just always thought of him, and my wife is a Tampa Bay fan, and I don't like to admit that, but I've always thought (laughs) Stamkos is a classy guy. Stamkos? So, so, uh, a lot of hockey this week to look forward to, and... That's it for me and uh, Mason. Have a good week. Yeah, thanks again for joining us. Yep.
See you guys later.